This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. So comic book movies aren't dead, guys. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> we're back again. They're not, they're not dead. Who would have thought? They're not. Who would have thought it? Who would I thought it? Mm. No, it didn't. was a it was a bleak run for comic book movies. You thought comic book movies are dead? Uh, no, he said who would have thought it. I said wait. I said I thought it. Okay, fair enough. No, he said but not. I, 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 I got confused. I got confused. Don't, don't mind me. Don't mind me. It was a bit of a bleak run for comic book movies and films. And, yeah. Um, what, what we talk about Black Adam for example and Ant-Man and the Ant-Man. Wasp Quantumania the yeah. one that you would have expected to be the the heavy hitter the heavy hitter yeah, yeah. Smash. it wasn't the box office smash and you could kind of draw comparisons between Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and the film we're going to talk about today to be fair would you not say especially the antagonist do you know what I have n- oh. I, like after I watched the film I completely forgot to mention where did my guy look like Kang Oh, Chuck Yeah, like he—he he, he, he looked like Kang. He said, "Yeah, like he's he's a tire." Oh, that was just, it was just a purple, wasn't it? Yeah, but, well, but the tire wasn't actually like Kang. I, I can guess. I can it was just a purple. Kind of looked like Kang. Nah, it was just a purple man. Fair enough. Can I ask yeah. a quick question before you get into just, just um, a moment of vulnerability and, and honesty? Oh, no. Whoa! Here um, we go. <laughs> did, did any of you men cry during the film? Twice. Uh, I shed a tear. Close. Okay. Close. I, I cried twice, and I actually cried in the happy part as well. The what part? The in like the in like the happy end. Like I actually cried. Yeah. That I was the it. moment that nearly broke me. I cried yeah. like a baby. No, <laughs> I, 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 I cried, yeah, and like I nearly <laughs> it nearly, <laughs> nearly. Not quite yet. Do when you cry and you try to hide it, yeah, by like kind of like you act like you got a scratch and in, in the side of your eye, but when you use your other finger to kind of rub your material away. So I was doing this better. I was just like, nah, I can feel my <laughs> eye I could feel my eyes watering, but like Tears haven't dropped yet. I feel like if that scene went on for like a minute longer, then mm. maybe I would have. Who'd you go see with? Huh? By myself. See, I, I would have cried. If, if it was just me, I would have cried by myself. Who'd you go with? 100. Don't worry. How about you? Who'd you go with? <laughs> I, I want him on. Why is he so secretive? <laughs> How about you guys? Uh, I can't comment. Ah. Mm, you interesting. Two can't comments. Guys, and... it was probably an influencer. <laughs> I can't comment on who I watched this with. Um, <laughs> oh, we never get him, you know. That's the funny part about it. It's, it's not a get. It's just I actually can't. Yeah, mm. can't get into that much, did you? Oh, NDA, NDA. I hear. It. Yeah, well, that's 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 is, uh, is there NDAs of um, women that have like over fifty thousand followers? Luckily, on? I don't. Think aye, aye, aye. Aye. Luckily, I don't think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. When you have over fifty k, when you have over fifty k followers on that's Instagram, quota, you know, that's a high quota yeah. to have. You know, that's they, crazy. They make they make the um, the sneaky link sign up. NDA, NDA. Yeah, yeah, and, and Gaz was one of the sneaky links they had to sign. Let's move on, man. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it is. That's funny stuff. Comedy, man. What's it called? Uh, Joe Biden podcast. <laughs> Comedy something. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I, but I haven't, I haven't listened yeah, to it. Yeah, I haven't listened to it. I've put in ages. <laughs> Since Rory and Marl left, anyway. Before that, for me. Damn, dog. Yeah. So you missed the sin one? That pulls out four hours long. I, I feel, I feel, if you send like told me to I listen, I'm when Ma was like, "Sin." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah. I remember that part. Classic. classic. Anyway, yeah, completely yeah. off topic from us. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is is out. Yes, it is. All cinemas. Um, it's been a long-awaited film uh, due to a lot of politics with James Gunn and the, the actors and Marvel sacking James Gunn. This was meant to come out 
after Endgame. Interesting. Mm. But, um, really? Had really? Changed, yeah. Had to change course because they sat James Gunn. Yeah. Do you know what? If then there was a public outcry. better as well. Yeah, it, was, it, it was a cast outcry more than anything. Yeah, the cast probably weren't going to do this film without James Gunn. And, and, and fans Understandably well. why. Fans yeah, there's, well. a, there's a public outcry. No, yeah. But I was saying more of the, uh, the cast outcry. Because Marvel can just ignore the public, in it. You know what I'm saying? I think the person that's won from this all is James Gunn. 100%. Oh, yeah. one billion. He proved that he's actually given his DC job more credit. Think, oh, bro, bro, think, bro think, that's a point I, think, I was going to bring up later. I think everyone, we, we got a good film. Facts. We got a good film. James got, Gunn. Uh, have Marvel, anyway, a conversation we can have later is have Marvel lost despite winning? You can win or lose. I think he's realigned Marvel, which has helped him a lot. I think they won the battle, lost the war, because losing the him to DC. He only gave something to one movie, guys. It, it, it's not like it's, it's not like um, the Bruce Brothers where like they they had like um, Captain America and then like the Avengers. Or the, the, he only gave one thing to one movie because he was a fan of that franchise. He's a fan of of, of, the, of the, the yeah the yeah. But so I think I think I don't think they lost a war. Are you crazy, bro? The war is a long thing. Fam. Nah, no, no, no. Because okay, right. We're gonna get into the real later, right? But all I want to say is I think because you just said like I think it gives a little bit more credit to the DC job and I think somebody who cares about franchises about the things that they work on is always going to translate better to the audience yeah, but and him was, working on but DC if he wants oh, to do oh. that with Marvel he could have but he chose not to because maybe he, he just didn't have the characters or have the time or, or the plan to do that with so I think Marvel just lost the bazooka and had to just have to do with other weaponry instead of actually losing the war yeah or, Ray done that just give their producers ever so slightly some more Opportunity to really yeah let them cook explore let, let, let them cook let them, let them cook. cook let them cook I hear you let them cook who knows anyway we're here to, we're here to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three it's your boy Gaz this is the post uh, can't even talk this is the post credit scene because you're thinking about your date at the cinema. Yeah. Tongue tied. <laughs> this is the so, first credit scene podcast, and it's a 40 HQ original. <laughs> yes, sir. This is your boy Gaz. Yes, sir. I'm your host. Yes, you know sir. the vibes already. I'm joined by Manny. How are you, bro? I'm, I'm all good, my guy. Um, having a good time getting on to you today. But yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. Nice, good stuff. Uh, Doesn't happen often. Yeah, come on, man. You know the vibes. <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you watched the film with. Um, <laughs> which is crazy. I know that that, that was pending, so shut up. You're, you're my guy too so let me know how guys was that evening if he was a gentleman you know what i mean if not i brought him back into place <laughs> uh yeah cool Jess. uh kids my, my guy kids just make sure you do your job yeah you keep that name that name is getting beeped out bro Huh? That's, a bleep. that's a bleep. That's yeah, a bleep. That's a bleep. That's a bleep. Yeah, but no, a bleep, yeah, a bleep over the social. No, you can't. You can't bleep keep over the social. That's a bleep. That's a bleep over the social. You can keep the whole thing, but you can't keep the name. You have bleep. That's a bleep. That's a bleep, bro. That's a bleep, bro. Yeah, a social cut, but like a bleep over. You have to bleep the name, bro. She'll laugh by it, bro. You have to bleep the name, bro. It's a bleep, bro. It's a laugh, but that's what I'm saying. Bro, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's a bit Don't do that, bro. You're, you're in my top five handsome friends, bro. Okay, but still weird, bro. I take well, okay, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that doesn't take away from the point that it should be or shouldn't be a bleep. We all agree it's a bleep. Bro. It's a bleep, bro. Yeah. All right, cool. Jason, how are you anyway? Nah, I'm good, I'm good. Sadly, I don't have enough jokes for you because I don't know who these men are talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you agree it's a bleep, so it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's showing me uh, Instagram right now and I'm, I'm sure it's like people always wouldn't he typical um <laughs> guys just before we get, get into the film today um how are you feeling about the state of marvel prior to watching this film and that's open that's an open floor to to any of my three fellow co-hosts uh, i still feel the same about marvel as i, as I did before um I, I, um I know we're gonna get into the film spoiler alert 
I love the film. I think it's a great film. Um, and I will go back and enjoy it again. And I'll recommend it to anybody to watch that film. And I'll give reasons as to why later. But as a representation for the whole of the MCU and I feel about the MCU, I don't think it makes much of a difference. Why not? Um, oh, I you're such a pessimist, man. No. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how the quality of this film necessarily affects the quality of the next. It's not always about like you know what is it? This film, this film, this film does something incredible. Yeah, in my opinion, okay, it strips it all the way back to a classic superhero film. Yeah, where it's not, it's not actually about the villain, but it's about saving people. You know, I actually think that that the villain was there as like a bystander, as like as he was there to kind of like tick things on, right? Whereas, whereas the actual point of it was never yo take him down. That was never the point of it. Like no one ever said that once. Okay, it was you're, you're it was. Yeah, no, no, I'm about to say nothing. You're it has anything to do with what it I just said. Because what they've done, okay, is that they've maybe um, told or set like a precedent for future MCU films to be like, do you know what? Let's simplify it and it will eventually uh, become into a wider story. Whereas right now it's so complicated, so everything has to match the little where it did where, where, where they have to go back film, to basics. Exactly. This film proved you can go back to basics and, and, and people will still love it. Okay, if the next film goes back to basics, they'll be more excited. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh, continue before we, before I maybe tell people what what the film's about. Um, I'm, 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 I think I'm done, my boy. Cool. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Come Three on. is a 2023 American superhero film based upon the Marvel comic superhero team called Guardians of the Galaxy. The film is produced by Marvel Studios and is distributed by Warner Disney, Warner Disney Studios Motion Pictures. It's the final instalment of Guardians of the Galaxy film trilogy, and it's the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy One and Two. Um, it's the thirty second. Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Crazy. We're yeah, like, that's crazy. Um, the film was written and directed by James Gunn and stars the likes of Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, uh, Dave, Dave Batista? Is that how you say his name? Bautista. 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 Karen Gillan, um, Palm Clementif, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn, Chukwudi Iruji, Will Poulter, and uh, Sylvester Stallone. Nice coming from Sylvester Yeah. Lovely. Finally. Guys, this film kind of focused on a particular character. First thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and and the decision to focus on on Rocket as the main antagonist of the story. Protagonist. Protagonist. Let's say so. Dope. Dope. I yeah. We knew from episode two or chapter two that Rocket was always going to be the uh, uh, like you know the main um, source of the story. You know, and what I love about about James Gunn is that he said, like, from from uh, from from chapter one, that he knew Rocket's arc from Ben. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, you can tell when a movie when you come into a film and they've prepped for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the story was so flawless. You know, like, I loved it. I, I think Rocket's story represented all of the the um, the guardians you know being from uh, uh, each of them being from like broken worlds you know and each of them kind of like you can, you can argue outcasts in, in their in their different worlds and their different yeah, where they yeah. came from and at the same time as well each of them running away from those worlds you know like every single one of them has to kind of deal with like not being where they were where, where they are originally from or their original purpose because they're so concentrated on being the guardians right but everyone figures how to be themselves and i think mantis you know represents that when she's when she screams out and says um and says everybody 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 uh, hates themselves you know yeah. and um and i think rocket was such an epitome of that and um i was yeah, so happy that he was the center of this 
I think I think Rocket had the most tragic past. Um, even has um, ne- ne- Nebula says ne- Nebula. 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 Bloody old my English. Nebula. <laughs> Nebula. <laughs> uh, as Nebula says, uh, <laughs> when when we see her, when we find out what happened to Rocket's past, says this is even worse. What Thanos done to me? Yeah. And obviously, Rocket um, um, has the most. Um, guess mysterious past in regards to the rest yeah. of the guardians we knew the least about him um and we kind of we've, we've seen um we've seen um pete um i guess confront confront his past and trying to get over it we've seen gamora Someone. do a, a yeah yeah to to, to 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 a good extent that we know enough about his past we know enough yeah. about gamora's uh nebula's past we know enough about J- J- jackson's past i guess rocket was um i guess the missing link in regards to all of them and what we'll say about that i think they've done a really good job in regards to for obviously his past being the emotional pool um, of 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 the film throughout, and I guess the um, driver of the story mm. of um of the narrative go- going forward in regards to what happened to Rocket and 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 how to solve that issue, um and I think they've done just a great job to putting all that together, um and also linking his history and his past and his trauma with the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy, not only throughout this film but throughout the art from the yeah, beginning of the series, like towards the end as well, like you get kind of like his ending of the arc almost completes everybody else's art because like when he kind of like confronts his past it's, it's kind of like a moment for each and every single one of them to realize like oh shit like if he can do this so can i and he's had the most tragic past out of all of them is it was he's, beautiful is, one yeah, like, say. Rocket has he's always shown size of empathy anyway you know what i'm saying like when you when you think about like guardians of the galaxy one mm-hmm. you know obviously when when he first becomes within uh, the Guardians and they're fighting uh, Ronin and he's um, commanding obviously the Ravagers and stuff you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you saw kind of like a leadership like quality there and then obviously his 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 relationship with Ondu um, uh, in, the, in the second episode you know where like he felt like an outcast but actually he just kind of had to remind himself that he's part of this like wider picture yeah you know and so like, he always had these little bits of empathy which like represented like like a beautiful side to him, you know, and I think this 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 chapter we got to see way more of it, you know. What impact? What impact did Infinity War and Endgame have on? It's a great question. Man. On on the on this film and these particular characters in terms of where they find themselves in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Open floor, obviously. To yeah. Can I follow on and ask a question from that as well? I did wonder in the film he did have to go five years without the Guardians. You know, before him Nebula. They, yeah, before they, you know, put you know back into place. So yeah, I'm just adding that to what you said. Um, yeah. just, just a quick one just to answer um, guys' question. I think it had a massive impact, and I think something that um, I don't know if it's purposely done, but I think it's very important is that post um, final snap, there's also, there's been an, an arc of grief within um, the, the whole universe or people um, yeah. getting over grief because a lot of people lost a lot of things yeah. uh, throughout and obviously uh, Guardian Galaxy Part 3 is kind of far far away removed from um, from, from Endgame because it's, it's been a few years since we watched it and it's been a few years since the incident happened within universe mm-hmm. um, but we still have Quill um, trying to get over that grief of of of, of losing Gamora, oh, yeah. um, and because and because Quill is the leader of of, of the group, mm. um, it affects the group as a whole. So in regards to the impact of what Infinity War had and Endgame had on on 
on, on, on the film. It has a big impact in regards to you. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right at the start. The and our, our massive, the interrelationships, the interrelationships that I have within the Guardian of the Galaxy, which is the most important thing of the Guardian of the Galaxy. It's I believe. so interesting the dynamics of the characters and their relationships kind of have evolved over time. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Nebula, Nebula being goes like from such a an arch nemesis and a, and a villain to one of the, having to be one of the leaders due to the fact that. Peter Quill isn't capable. He's in, he's in mourning. He still hasn't gotten over the fact that Gamora isn't the Gamora he knew. And Nebula's now like so along, alongside Rocket, and it kind of makes sense due to the fact they spent five years in in space together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whilst uh, after post snap, um, and it makes sense them to being the front leaders of the of the group and yeah. them having a strong re- relationship in general. You know, like obviously in the um, holiday special, you know, like him and Nebula kind of find this like really really emo- like emotional touch you know and, yeah. and she he no, sorry, she gives him Bucky's arm you know and, <laughs> and that's that's, a, that's such a beautiful thing because obviously he asked for the arm right and then um, she sh- and then she shouts him out as well and, and says yo like you know I I am I, I, um, I owe him the upgrades to yeah. her arm you know and um, which shows the evolution of Rocket has made with both uh, Star-Lord and uh, Nebula, you know, a Star Lord referring to him as as his best friend like seventeen times in mm. that film, you know. But Drax always jumping in, yeah. <laughs> jumping in, saying like <laughs> second, second best. best <laughs> nah, the comedy of this film was absolutely amazing yeah. as well. Um, Guardians is the tenth MCU film since Endgame. Oh, that's crazy. Do you guys think you can name all ten of the MCU films? Hell yeah! Are you crit? One hundred percent. One each. Let's go. One each. Let's go. Black Widow. Oh, uh, Doctor Strange. Spider Man: Homecoming. Shang Chi. Black Panther Two. Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home. Eternals. Eternals, oh shit. Thor, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder, yeah, Love and Thunder. Wait, who's... who's so how many have we got? Wait, who's... Okay, I, I guess we're not going in order, so I guess we're just jumping in. Oh, okay, we're just jumping in? Yeah, yeah apparently. Oh, man, I, I didn't know that. Uh, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Ant-Man and, and the Wasp, Quantumania. No, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah, but Ant-Man and the Wasp was also after... Uh, was it? Endgame. Yes, sir. Because no, he gets blipped out. Was? Oh wait, that was after, after Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, so, yeah, so, after Infinity so, so, Wars. Uh, um, what was it? Wait, how many was that though? Because that was like nine or eight. That was like nine or eight. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're missing one or two. One, I think. I think we're missing. Let's get it up. Uh, uh, no, I don't want to bother me if you, you can't get it. No, not for you. Wait, guys. say the ones that that we've, that we've said in it. So we said Fall of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah. Eternals. Yeah. Like two, two. two Spider Man. Two spot. I seen them both. Swear. Yep. I seen them both. Oh yes, it was because there's. We no never got the first home. Spider-Man ever. No, sorry. We got the second Spider-Man Endgame. after Endgame, and then we got the first Spider-Man. That's obviously, Captain well. Marvel. That's what we forget. Captain I'm Marvel. At right no, there. that was between Infinity was between. War and. Was it? Yeah. yeah. No way. It was between. It was between my. Friend. I think. Yeah, because remember we got Captain Marvel. I think like not straight after, but but I remember at the end of. Uh, uh, Infinity War, like the post credit scene, it was the, it the, was the, the, the pager. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to you for that one. But um, bro, what what is this other film that we're forgetting? It's bugging. We got we got it. Yeah, I think we did it. Yeah, okay, oh, we yeah. got all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Strange, did we say? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Say okay. I, and I guess the reason I ask is because the the conversation that's going to be had now is is this the best MCU film since Endgame? And, and I think yes, fair, safe to say that. It, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not my favorite, but it's the best one. Your favorite is Spider-Man. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, yeah. My I favorite. I think it is. I think recency bias. Like, guys, bear yeah, in mind, it is recency bias. Episode, I can't lie. Shoot episode. 
literally weekend of of release. I'm, 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 I still have Spider Man. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say straight away. That I, I don't feel like me saying that it's the best film since uh, Endgame is recent and biased. I, I think I think it's pretty pretty clear. I think Spider Man still does it for me, and I think this comes second. No, uh, no, but Spider but, like Spider Man is definitely. But my mind might be changed in a week. Like I don't know. Like I don't go with my recency bias. I can't but I'm, I'm I'm very I'm very clear in regards to you. I love Spider Man uh, No Way Home. I do. But it's a very, very flawed film. I don't think it's very. I think it is. I think it's flawed. People, I think people overdo it when they say it's it, it was a fan service film. Yeah, and that's, I don't, that's I don't one think of that it. makes it a flaw though. I just think. Me it, too. I know, I, I, too, I, too, but, too. And no one says that in regards to fan service. I don't think I've seen a film do a better job in regards to fan service. So how can it be a flaw? Because uh, so, 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 so making the um, even even like the um, the way that we got to uh, the. Doctor oh, Strange. The Strange part, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Strange part was a bit. Like, I, feel, I feel like the, I feel like the story itself and how we got <laughs> yes, to, to each point wasn't necessarily. They view Strange horribly, I think. Yeah. Right, look, conversation for another day. I, 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 I don't think the I don't think the narrative as well from beginning to end was very well put together. Mm. I think that's the biggest flaw. That I think the I best feel. part of the film is the third act. I think the third act is the best part of the film. I think yeah. when, when, when we get the other two Spider-Mans. We get the other Spider-Man, yeah. we see... Uh, anyway, this is... A, we're going off territory with Art Mage, for example. Yeah. Green Bro, Goblin. that is... Goblin. Anyway, I didn't expect that. Back to Guardian. Let's focus, man. It's so easy to, to lose course. I think... Um, let's talk about some of the strengths of this film. We're not going to necessarily go in chronological order of every moment in this film. This is a post credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. So, Jace, um... I want to ask you, what did you, what were your favourite parts about this film? Um, especially like the first act, I guess. What were your favourite parts of the film? Within it was the, the first war, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what, why, why do you say that was? Yeah. Why do you say yeah, that? Why do you think he lost war films? His favourite film was The Boy in, in the Strap Pajamas. Okay, that's no, it wasn't. Let's, anyway, let's, anyway, I don't know why we let him say, say that's that. That's my fault, I apologise. No, um, first act. Oh, God. I think it was... It's actually like the first two minutes of the first act, if that yeah. makes sense. Like okay. just kind of like seeing uh, Adam Warlock, Quill, uh, Quill and Adam Warlock. I think later what on. they did and what interrupts you is they yeah. set the tone of where the Guardians are currently, as we spoke about in the exactly. previous segment, where Gamora uh, Nebula is now sort of the leader of Guardians. Rocket, you could tell, even if you hadn't known what was going to happen with Rocket, because they've done so much promo on it. Yeah. You could kind of tell that this was going to be a rocket centered film. This is a rocket centered film. I am so glad I didn't watch any trailers because I do not know all that. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I, I didn't tell. see much. I've only saw it's a few. Not, it's not, but it's not even the trailers. It was just said in forums, everything. Everyone, okay. everyone kind of knew it was either going to be like a rocket thing or like a Drax death thing. Okay, I, I did. Yeah, but I we didn't avoided keep up with it. anything. We, like we we tend to avoid it quite well. But I was going to say like like the, the they set the tone of the dynamics of how they were from you know post blip how everyone grew like um nebula especially like i enjoyed that even in the first two minutes of it it kind of like already completed her arc in the sense of like she came from the background that she came from with thanos being super evil and then you know when really and truly like all throughout the films all throughout even uh infinity war and endgame i believe like she just wanted to have a found family oh, bro. like and she just wanted that. And I think even within the first two minutes of that film, they kind of like displayed that with how how caring and how much of a leader she's become, uh, not only like to the Guardians, but like how caring she is with Quill, like kind of like carrying him to bed and being like, look, 
like I get where you're coming from. Being empathetic. Mm-hmm. That's but what the amazing for. part about her as well. We didn't actually take away, which I thought was amazing. We didn't take away her cutting edge. You know, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she still, still had, like, she still had that edge. She's still she very that feisty. Um, she still had like a very short fuse. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? mm-hmm. she's still very annoyed by like idiotic people. She's very much still like a like a format of 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 formation where it's very much like yo, this is how things ha- you know have to be and stuff. And yeah, I think, I think they use which will um, likely get into later on. They use Mantis as a emotional heartbeat of the Guardians as a whole. They use yeah. Mantis as yeah. like a someone that levels them all out in terms of the way their characters are and how True. they can grow as people she, how they can see things from a yeah she kind of offers that like the how i viewed it anyway kind of like that like a little bit of like that audience third perspective if that makes sense she's able to kind of like look at the situation and kind of like tell like how it really is rather than kind of like what they perceive it to be so for example when she's having that massive rant uh, uh um, towards nebula towards the end of the film where she's like 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 oh when they're in the high revolution yeah exactly drax is the only one who doesn't hate himself <laughs> but like you guys do yeah <laughs> and that scene was fucking hilarious as well uh but like she's able to kind of like give us that third perspective where like oh she's able to step back from the situation call out how it is point out the flaws that people are even though that people like to call out hers but she kind of like just takes it because she's like at the same time as all which was what was beautiful was um you have to remember that she's been she's been in all their heads at at one point you know at one point she's been in all of their heads you know so she's um, so she knows about them more than they know about them, or 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 or, or they know about each other. Mm-hmm. So like for her, everything that she said in that film was very much like not just a guess. It, it was what she has seen. Yeah, she's literally calling it how it is. How it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think this film is very just. Go on, Manny. Actually, you go. Just to touch on um, Jason's point earlier in regards to nebula um looking for a found family i think that's the case for um all, all of the all of them, guardian, fair, yeah um i think the overarching themes throughout um the guardian of the galaxy series is um growth redemption and in the found family mm-hmm. um and i'm sure we're going to get into a bit um, more in depth yeah. more in depth in regards to each of the character arcs but um i feel like this film but and why i love this film so much and i feel like is it there's not much i will change in regards to how to end the film is that we each get a satisfaction satisfactory um up for each of those things, I feel, yeah. I feel like oh, God. All, all, I feel like all of them ended, ended up growing, and all, all, all of them ended up um, um, finding the place within the found family, even if it's not with each other. And just to touch on Mantis in regards to like she was like the um, the first perspective, and she was like she was a bit more assertive, and she was a bit more um, like the stuff that I need to do for myself rather than other people. And just yeah. just touching on her growth, I think she needed to be that person for once because she's always been a person yeah. that was looking after other people, but mm. for her to be able to grow. If for her to finally have a proper arc, she needed to be a bit selfish and a bit more um, self-aware in regards to how she felt and mm-hmm. what she wanted to do with her life. But yeah, um, great, great film. I think yeah. um, a point I made in terms of at the start of the pod, I kind of drew comparisons between this film and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania where um, there's been a lot of talk that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania had a sci-fi Star Wars-esque feel. And I feel as though this film had that as well, but did it better. Yeah. Um, and I feel as though it kind of explored those 70s sci-fi kind of concepts in a better way um i really loved uh, for example when they visit the uh, one of the planets and it's got mm. that, the sort of very white aesthetic and you could just you know as it could almost be a bit off-putting when you're seeing all these like different creatures do you know what like the the 
yeah no, no no to just jump off your point like the set the the set building and even the the what's the word i'm looking for i think it's the SF, sfx work SFX, yeah, yeah. the sfx works like the cgi and everything i think it has been the best since this phase has started off yeah. like it's they've been putting a lot of care and obviously it's not real but the fact that like as you were saying with that one planet um when they're trying to get uh rockets uh dna thing, yeah, yeah. right like, like organ corp or something yeah the organ corp like headquarters or whatever right um like the the entire set of it 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 looked like not that it looked realistic i don't know what the word exactly that i'm looking for but it didn't feel like i'm obviously watching cgi here right. like there was Agreed. a good level of suspension of disbelief there where i was just like oh they put a lot of work into it put a lot shout of out to to nathan fillion by the way <laughs> you know what i'm saying navy cool. yes yes like cool. a quick yeah. good cameo, cameo. it's actually for, for fun fact yeah uh, by the way it's actually his second cameo in in uh in guardians yeah his first obviously he, he he's a very close friend of um james gunn mm -hmm. and uh obviously you know how james loves to have his brothers in the in, in the film yeah he, his, you know his friends and stuff da, da, da. so i his, even know his brother kind of plays uh well doesn't voice rocket he plays rocket in terms of the he plays the the, the, uh, the younger rocket and he so 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 uh fun fact yeah sean gunn actually played younger rocket mm -hmm. okay and then or because there was three rockets there was three rocket voices there yeah. was there was bradley cooper there was sean gunn and there was someone else that played baby rocket right and then sean gunn also plays obviously a uh craglin yeah right and, and then uh he also plays rocket physically as the motion capture mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. mad yeah but nathan fillion plays obviously who we saw the guard mm -hmm. And he also plays, if you guys remember in the first Guardians of the Galaxy when they were in the prison scene and there was like a big monster and then Groot put his fingers through his nose and, and like and, and, and held him up. That monster was played by Nathan Fillion. Was it? I swear to God. Okay. Crazy. Alright. I think uh, I think it's hard to talk about this film without talking about the... You know what I really like? I like the way they flash back to Rocket's past or I didn't actually like seeing Rocket going through so much trauma yeah. mm. but they did it in a way where it didn't take away from what was going on in the actual story of the present time when they did go back to Rocket's past yeah I think they, yeah, they did that really well it kind of the experiments kind of made me think back to Wolverine and when he was experimenting yeah uh, when uh, I think the first X-Men that's not the first X-Men what film do we see Wolverine experimented on is it Wolverine it is Wolverine, it's the Wolverine, it? film. It's the Wolverine film. It's the Wolverine film. Yeah. Kind of drew comparisons between that. But I really enjoyed the way they did that. It didn't take away from the overall story of yeah. the film. It was cool. It was, yeah, they yeah. did it really, it was, really it was well. It's cool. They, yeah, it, it's a. I don't know uh, if the word is I'm looking for. Like a very well edited film in the sense of like the pacing was really good. Yeah. It didn't feel like you know things were rushed or like we got like a like a hard cut to something where it's just like oh what's happening in the present as you were saying so it was very well paced in a sense of like okay we got to see what's in the present then while kind of like we're looking obviously at rocket trying to cling on to life mm. and then it will go see like snapshots of his life and stuff like that and like do you know what good. i do you know what i realized when they were doing the fat the the, 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 the like the flashback, the flashback scenes and, that, and all of that but I, what i actually realized okay is that the first time they actually clocked what rocket has gone through is, is when they get the the the, the, saying the file and they watch it yeah and half of them can't even look at it Do you know exactly I mean? like okay. it just kind of like goes to like highlights how i mean how nebula even was, even bro. even nebula like, even stated it like it goes back to the first one where he's having an argument with with drax 
And he calls back to moments where Drax has called him vermin and yeah. Omora had called him something else. And he says, I didn't ask to get made. I didn't ask to be torn apart and put back together over and over again and turn into some little monster. He's, although he gives off the persona of this hardened, mm. war-torn, clever, witty, sharp, dynamic character, he exposes himself in the first film in terms of how vulnerable he is as a person and how yeah. his past impacted him. Um, and it kind of get and I like the way they, you know, came full circle in terms of his character yeah, mm. yeah. and drew back to period previous times where they did refer. So it kind of tells you that Gunn knew what he wanted to do with Rocket yeah, from a very, exactly. very early stage and laid the foundations. Obviously, kind of interrupted by his sacking and so on and so forth. Sacking but, and uh, um, other various stuff, but anyway. <laughs> also, like, you know, like, Jim when something something said so beautiful about Rocket as well in, in this is. You know that like in in the first Guardians film when they all get arrested and then all of yeah. their like all of their like rap sheets get pulled up, and what something so interesting, okay, it actually says subject eighty nine P thirteen, okay, so like which is his obviously the so, so that tells me that Gun planned it from early. That's mm. one, okay, and then what is like super significant is that it says known associates, and it says and it actually says Lila, Matt. It says, so even though we we that's not a known associate, but but for but. that to be brought back, you, you know, um, in in that sense, it's just I think that is genius for like from, from gun. I think um, well, sorry, that, that that that's a bit inconsistent because why would his known associate be be Lila? Like, she'd like, be dead at that. that point. That's my point. Yeah, but that's what point? He put it in there as a pure Easter, Easter egg. egg. It doesn't have to make sense or nothing. It was a pure Easter egg. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I love that. It doesn't have to make sense. But wait, why does it make sense? I don't get why. Be- because because Lila was in, in prison all that time. She wasn't known as a Lila to anybody else apart from yeah. the people within that group. Yeah. And everyone within that group died. So now for him to get arrested years later. And no, it just... does make sense. No, no one's. No, 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 I'm not arguing that it makes sense. I'm telling you, that it doesn't make sense. You're absolutely right. Okay, mm. but I don't I'm think it has to be necessarily. It's, it's not even necessarily a big deal, but I don't think it has to be. Something we really have to understand. Why. It's an Easter egg. Yeah, I don't think it's you can have Easter eggs. No, no, no. Like, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, like, you want it's Easter eggs to be consistent and to make yeah. sense. But I don't think. I don't think. Oh. I don't. It, they don't have to. It's, 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 it's not a big deal. Tell us how she's a known associate of Rocket. Is my point. They don't. It can be. There's so many different reasons why that can be a known thing. Now, but it's a nice of a thing to be like full circle towards the end of it. I think it's kind of like. It's, yeah, it's like just. It's just. Saying. It's just. It's just nice. Which I'm. Which I'm. Which I'm with. To be fair, I think. Um. One of the uh, early parts of the film, they explore Peter's PTSD, which they kind of return to at the back end of the film. It's not necessarily the focus of this film. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they didn't make Peter the focus of this film because they he kind of is the focus of the first two films. His love yeah. for Gomorra. He's the focus of Infinity War in terms of his idiotic moment where he... Yeah. Which I, oh, I, I God. Which I know Gunn hated, <laughs> but the fact he... Um, they even they even made a small small callback to it within the film yeah, where yeah. he mentioned it and he was like oh yeah i just kind of like lost my mind and stuff like yeah, that because yeah, yeah. he did <laughs> but the, they they go back to peter child his ptsd as a child him remembering his his grandpa's treatment of him which is different to how it was actually how it actually happened yeah from what i remember his granddad didn't usher him out because he was he know, didn't want to see his he didn't he want, want him to see yeah. his mom then yeah literally yeah. but he as a child we all tend to see things i guess in, in a different, different way. way to the way they Eight are. Eight years old, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. But he held on to that for the rest of his adulthood, uh. through his teenage and into his adulthood. And I like the way Mantis quite early on challenges him on his decisions and the way he deals with that trauma. And like, as we mm. said before, she is the centre of 
her and Rocket, I guess, are the centre of the Guardians from like a moral compass and from like a yeah. emotional standpoint as well. So, really, really enjoyed that. But, and I, I guess the the most important part of the first act of the film is where we start to see the experimentation on on the animals and on the pets and on and the high revol- evolutionary. What did you think about the high evolutionary? Firstly, let's get into that. Oh, it was cool, man. Huh? I've he seen was... people saying top five villains, bro. You said cool. I don't want to say top five. That, bro. I don't want to say top five because I think that's that. recency bias getting into me. No, I, I, I hear it. Like I, I, I want to hear it, but I yeah. think I want to, I want to, I want to temper myself because I think in terms of like how he portrays himself within the within the film, in terms of like like he might have not been the best, strongest villain, villain or whatever. He wasn't a villain. Was he not a villain? What was he then? He's not. In my opinion, I, I don't think he was a villain. I just think. Uh, if you, it, if you can't okay. Say what do you know what? Do you know what? No, 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 no. I, just no. Think I he was just not a good guy. There's a difference. Okay, no. I think. You I don't think. Have to be a villain. I think. I think I hear him right, and uh, I think I can offer a better explanation because the. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I said I can. No, you know how he said I can offer a better <laughs> explanation. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, uh, there's this idea of altruism in uh, within the high evolutionary, like as in the things that he does isn't because he doesn't want to kind of like conquer the world or anything like that, but like he wants to do it for the betterment of mankind. Sometimes you have to do bad things to achieve good. Sounds I think- like a villain to me, boy. Yeah, it sounds like a villain. It sounds like what well, Thanos did. That's what literally like, uh, people in power now do, bro. And the villains. And the villains. I mean, yeah, no, 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 but it's about optics, isn't it? It's about optics. Yeah, we're voting the like, villains. It's about yeah, optics. He, he knows, man. <laughs> when you said that, I know you gave up the ghost, man. Trust me. Nah, nah. Bro, look, bro he's a villain. I it's just, fine. I, I just, it's villain. No, I mean, I you can say he's not me, a top five, he, and that's fine, but he's a villain, bro. For me, he's, he's not a traditional comic book villain. He's still a villain, bro. In my opinion. But you accept now that he's a villain. So I, you, I don't. I just accept he, he's a. I think there's a difference between being a bad guy and, and being a villain. I, I, I think I think a villain ha, has to have a lot more threat. I don't think he had enough of a threat to be a villain. Yeah, but okay. Well, it was the emotional he, side of things that made him fearful, right? Okay, still, it was. It was. What was it? What's, 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 I think we're going towards him. Let him land. Let him land. I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. He's been landing for two minutes. I haven't been landing. You haven't. You haven't chatted over me the whole time. <laughs> All right, that's our bad. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but <laughs> like, look, like I just don't think like dude, there wasn't like he's been doing experiments on animals. Okay, for the betterment of da, 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 okay, for, all right, cool. He hasn't even been doing that on humans when you deep it right. Then that which, which, which what, what what I'm saying it's is okay is we need to be no. I'm saying that in <laughs> today's world, <laughs> yeah, everything the cream. <laughs> that we, we put our faces in that kind of stuff, all animal tested bro do you know what I'm saying okay these are all things that are like part of like the norm I think that he kind of represented that world where 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 you can get away with stuff okay because it is borderline legal do you know what I mean like very very borderline legal and that makes you like a bad guy okay does it make you a, the guardians didn't even concentrate on him once bro he wasn't the main source of the definitely save Rocket. Yeah, so and, and why did they need to save Rocket and from who? need to what bro 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 when they uh when they escaped his ship house thingy, yeah. right? They left and and when they thought that uh Nebula, Mantis and Drax were on the ship as well, right? Yeah. So when they left, right, they literally went, all right, cool, where are they? They literally like ran away, didn't save the kids or or, or, or didn't like, you know, kill him or track him down. They left him, they said, bye. And they have to save 
rocket. That shows how much of of like he wasn't an important at okay. all. Why did his lieutenant turn against him? Huh? Why did his lieutenant, one of his right hand people, turn against him? What was he? What was what was about to happen? He was uh, he was uh, about to destroy the whole ship just for uh, for rocket. So why why did you turn against him? What was the what what would what would happen if he had destroyed the whole ship? How many people would end up dying? That makes him a villain, bro. Did did, did he not leave a planet de de destroying a whole a whole uh, um, a civilization? And, and, and that's yeah, enough to make him a villain. But the lieutenant. So what does that no, mean? I mean, I think it makes him a villain. I I do I do. I can accept, I say, I can I accept hear what he's trying to say. Him, by the way, okay. Do you I can accept the... people saying he's not top five, but to say he's not a villain. He's 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 he's, he's characterically a villain. Like a definition of a villain is <laughs> a character whose evil actions and motives are important to the plot. And his actions and motives were important to the plot. I don't That's know. The, I don't. How how would they not, bro? The reason the, the, the start of the story, the start of the film began with Adam Warlock attacking Rocket, trying to kidnap Rocket because yeah. he was sent by the, the villain, the antagonist of the of the film. And, and, the re and then they tried to. Um, I can't believe you spent five minutes. Wait, wait, let me land. And then we to get the passport in order to. You're so stubborn, man. And then they tried. Because I'm willing to. And then they tried to get. I wasn't talking to you. And then they tried to get a passport to save Rocket. And they were stopped by obstacles sent by the villain and antagonist. So throughout the film, they had obstacles and challenges because somebody kept putting those obstacles in front of them. It doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. Matter, bro. One, one you know why? Once you know why? You know why it. it's capping. Did they turn around and beat him? It's brilliant. All right, let, let me land, and then you, you, you go. You go. Out. But that's that, that's not important, bro. You, you that get, is important. No, it's not because you don't have to fight the villain in every right, single in every then single film. To be sure. Why not? Okay, then who who is the villain in the Batman? Which one? Thank you. Oh, I was gonna make that. Who is the villain in the Batman, bro? There you go. The Batman. The Batman. Who's the villain in the Batman? Oh, the Riddler. Okay. Who? When? When does Batman fight the Riddler? No, but he fights on on an. On an emotional yeah. level. Yeah. See, just you're so capping. Is, you're doing okay. that thing, girl. You're doing that thing, girl. No, no, no. You're doing that thing, girl. I was genuinely willing to hear you out. I was willing to hear you out, right? So what does this villain make any different to 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 the Riddler then? If your point is that he's a very different. How, bro? But that's what I'm so different. Because you just said, yeah, they don't fight him. They don't. He doesn't fight. They fight him on an emotional level. That's what he said. Fight the Riddler, bro. So you're just capping. You do that thing. It's fine. Let's move on. We're wasting our time, bro. Yeah, you you do that thing. You do that thing. I think. I think. I was willing to hear out. I think with the height. No, I can't. I'm not Jason. I'm not letting go. I can't believe you backed that. I can't believe you backed that. No, no, no. Okay, let me let me let me hear him out. Let me land. Yeah, I'm willing to hear him out on the sense of. That that uh, the high evolutionary might not be a traditional villain because his motives aren't as traditional in the sense of like an evil sense. Like it's it's altruism. Altruism also, is essentially evil. Concentrate their take on him. That's my biggest thing. His motives were definitely evil. Saving people. It wasn't about getting the villain. You know what I'm saying? Who were they saving the people from? His motives were evil in the context of the guy. Who were they saving the people from, bro? By the way, okay. And by the way, yeah. What's saying? They didn't even save the planet that he fucking destroyed. They saved the people. They didn't. Guardian saved everyone. Not on no, the planet. No, no, not on the planet. Oh, the planet. Okay, planet okay so because so, they yeah, failed I'm to saying. save a planet, that means that it wasn't a villain. Sorry? Because it's safe to save a planet, that means it wasn't a villain. Wait, say, because they saved because they failed to save a planet, mm -hmm. that means he wasn't a villain. No, it, no, I just don't think he was. 
I think like a villain that ha- has to have a more central role in. Why like, does it have to be one way? Why I don't it? think he was as a central role in, in their motives. Their I, motives. I don't understand. But like, yeah, is that? And they were saving Rocket for somebody. Like they were saving. I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to hear him less and less. I don't like it. I don't like it. There's nothing to hear. It's Captain. I want to move on. You was you were still battling with them, bro. Huh? Alright, let's move on. 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 Man, that was just capping, bro. Let's, no, let's I, get, I wasn't capping. Let's get Estelle. No, 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 no. Let's get Estelle to clip this up. As, a, as a, it has to be a cut, man. Because you, you finished that because they didn't, they didn't the fight him. He wasn't a villain. I think because, because, because he, because they, the hero's motive wasn't to get him. It, for me, there doesn't have to be one way for for somebody to be a villain in the film, bro. I think he's a bad guy. And that is great. What's the difference? Okay, let me, let me ask know. one question. Who is the villain in Endgame? That wasn't the argument. Who is the villain in Endgame? Okay, anyway, anyway. But, 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 but the whole film, they're not going after Thanos, they're going after the stones. Well, yeah, but they went off. It was a two part film. But who, but it was, a, it was a two part film. You you no, no, but, you, no, 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 I'm Having talking about. I'm talking about I said. I said. I said specifically. Yeah, he said end game. bro. I said end game. See, again, you can't But he dies. Kind of starts at the beginning of end game. So who's the villain in end game? All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Who's the villain in end game, bro? They don't. They don't. They don't go after Thanos. Like he said, no, don't do that. Wasn't a villain until Thanos came. But hers, hers, verbatim. You said yeah. In um, Golden Galaxy three, they don't go after. Listen, let me land. Let me land. Let me land. Let me land. I know it doesn't. But you said. I said in the end of game. You said they don't go after the um. Um, the guy, so that's why he's not a villain. That's what he said. They don't go after Thanos in Endgame. Because he he, he pops up at the end through their mistake. And, and, and what happens then, in this film? And then, guess what happens? Then they fight the villain. And, no, 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 no. and what, what happened in this film? I what think, um, hey, hey, guys, guys, guys. Yo, Manda, 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 Manda. Yeah, we've got, we got. This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. I think I liked yeah. I like the way they explored the idea of searching for perfection usually comes from like ego and self-gratification and how you can kind of like think what you're doing is for the best of humanity but I kind of, the way I kind of read it was is kind of the more he was doing it the more it was a self-centered approach to the seeking of perfection through uh, the creation of the different animals and he was trying to you know mm. the experiments he was trying to do rather than for the betterment of society and I think people like to think they're doing it for the betterment of society initially but it could become a self-centered and yeah. ego-driven act the more and more it goes um, on it goes on especially if you fail right the more you fail the more you think shit i'm a failure i'm the one that struggled to to do what i set out to do in the beginning and I, that's the way i kind of read the high evolutionary's character um as the film went on it's dope that he kind of um dismissed gods as well you know. Oh, his bar. There, was, there, was there is no God. That's why I stepped that's in. That's why I'm oh here. Oh my oh, yeah, 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 When he, when he, uh, when he dropped that bar, like, was it me, you guys? Yeah, or did you, did, did, did you guys also realize the religious um, overtones or undertones, maybe, of this film? Like, I clocked, like, you know, when like um, Adam, Adam, Warlock, Adam and... Warlock saved uh, Star Lord and done the whole thing. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Noah's uh, Ark. Noah's Ark with with obviously with, with nowhere you mm. know um, and then there was just, just just there was even the um, uh, the reborn thing like, there, but there was there was so many situations where I, I was like Ooh, it was a little tiny 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 maybe 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 no I hear you I'm I'm with you definitely I don't know what the exact aim was no, 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 no. I mean maybe because the idea of the high evolutionary because they made the quote that in some corners of the universe they consider him God oh, God yeah so maybe that's why he added in those those undertones maybe and, and that he you know he 
created the sovereigns, you know sovereigns what I mean? Sovereigns. Well, yeah. That's a, pretty, pretty cool. From a visual effects and cinematography perspective, we kind of briefly did touch upon it. You did. If mm. you want to go back into it, feel free. But yeah, I just want to talk about maybe how you feel the visual effects and the cinematography of this film were. I think um, for me, from a, from a perspective of someone that loves these films, I didn't see this film as a comic book film. And I think I spoke about this at the start. I kind of saw it as a sci-fi film yeah it gave me that star wars-esque film which james gunn and i'm certain i'll have to search for the quotes he's spoken about before where he drew so much inspiration from star wars he released this film on may the 4th may the 4th be with you and mm. i feel as though it was just so much centered around centered upon his adoration for star wars for sci-fi for 70s-esque uh, cinematography Dope. and film but yeah let's just talk about the film man as a as you know a, I, I actually disagree with you slightly you know, mm-hmm. I actually do, I actually think it had, I think it had a comic book. Um, no, I'm not saying it didn't. Yeah. I just got more of a sci-fi more thing. one mm. side than the other. It just like it was, it, it was so cool seeing the other uh, ravages that were teased in episode one. You know, in the post credit scene, um, and then we got to see uh, Cosmo. You know, which got, which which was also teasing. The Cosmo was Cosmo was great. Cosmo was, was I love the relationship. Was incredible. With, uh, what's his name? Sorry. The character. Uh, Craglin. Yeah, I love the relationship. Um, and then we got to see Harold um, Vadok, Vadok, uh, sorry, um, which is which was like super cool as well. But like, I'm glad that nowhere became this place of just like all these forgotten people from their races it's that Thanos like, has like destroyed again, and stuff. Going through the overarching theme, and Manny already mentioned this. Like, every character had this idea of like found family, and nowhere is that place. But I think, the, but I think well. that the comic book references the cameos. Mm made it more of a comic book film for me than than what it done for Quantum Mania. I, I, I feel like with, yeah, with Quantum yeah, Mania, if we're gonna it put like it in Star comparison. Wars sci-fi flick, whereas I think because of a lot of the cameo references and that kind of stuff, it, it felt like I was in a comic book. All right, that's that's I guess the perspective where I was coming from was literally the visual rather than yeah, the tone yeah. of the character. Yeah, 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 the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or shall I say, this did it better. And don't get me yeah. wrong, there were aspects of of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania where you're always going to get that sort of Star Wars sci-fi feel, feel anyway through though. the directors and yeah. um, I think most film directors have had huge influence from Star Wars whether that's from a it's narrative group, perspective exactly, whether that's from a perspective. narrative perspective or from a visual perspective cinematography were there any scenes in this okay that's a stupid question I'm going to ask it anyway <laughs> I know what scene we're going to talk about were there any scenes or moments in the movie from a visual slash cinematography perspective that stood out for you. I know which mine is, and if someone, I it, think we are probably all gonna go see off. Is it the best? Are we? Hallway. The hallway. Hallway. Oh, okay. It's gotta be. Oh, it's right? the, the, the fight. Oh, the fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the hallway yeah. fight. Uh, right. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was shook for seconds. Like, why am I not on the same page? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like, yeah. I mean, for me, the hallway uh, scene was that. And I like I I love action films, and I I've already spoken about this before, but I always yeah, care. Yeah, I always care about action choreography and the flow of action to see how it translates on screen, um, and like the way James Gunn kind of like portrayed that, like with taking a little bit of a page from Snyder's book with the whole slow mo thing and mm-hmm. whatnot, right? So good. It was really good. Uh, it was so, so good. It was so, so good. And like, I think the choreography itself, like how each character kind of like works 
together in tandem kind of like to defeat like the enemies that they had in front of them like i guess the the, the co-op aspect of it all and whatnot it was it was uh, such a beautiful scene to, to what they do best like i'm glad that 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 um that drax had his his three little knives back yeah you know i'm saying that kind of stuff and then like um um gamora fought with her sword not uh, not not um the blasters you know and then um a, a quill um had his like traditionally shaped blasters you know um and then Groot was uh, uh, you know back to being like full size group where he's doing his thing like it's yeah. the first guardians you know that we saw it was the first it was the first ones that like they're all doing what we do best whereas like the ones that we saw in like infinity war and stuff all had updated things you know what i mean mm. and different little tech and gadgets i just like that and even like you know quill with, with the whole the whole um, in, uh, in, uh, electric electric yeah. classic bro you know what I'm saying like, yeah it was they, good they it was so good it was such a good back. good scene and it was just like it was something that and not to shit on any of the other Marvel films is like in terms of like the action like yeah because there's a there's you know what? I was gonna fight you. I'm, there's no need. Let me let you go. Sorry. No, 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 <laughs> I was gonna no, no, no. get defensive of a particular film. Sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna show them. But like there are a lot of like Marvel films, especially from this uh, uh, phase uh, and the last phase for that matter. Anyway, where like the action, like it just didn't translate Maybe. well on screen for me. Uh, <laughs> the one for, the one that sticks out to me uh, bar from one scene is uh, Doctor Strange I think apart from the one where he's kind of like with the music note variant, the music note I thought the action scenes from that film were a little bit whack uh, that's the only one that sticks to me at the moment. But Shang-Chi was really good. Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi was really good. I have a problem with Shang-Chi. The bus scene was really good. The, 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 there's two Shang-Chi yeah. scenes that cold. You have a problem with the fight scenes in Shang-Chi? Not all of them. Not all of them. Just the bus scene, I, I I didn't like it. I didn't like it that much. I think it was good, but I think the I think they ruined it with the camera work in itself. It was it was it was doing too much. Like I think if they kept it like I guess still, if that makes sense. Like I think the action would translate a lot better on screen. Do you know? Do you know my opinion about the hallway scene yet? Yeah, because I saw everyone raving about it on 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 thing on Twitter and stuff. Okay, and I was like, you know, I, I, I was like, do you know what? For me, it felt more like not fan service, more like Kevin Feige service. You know, I feel like James sense. Gunn didn't even want to do one action scene in this whole thing. I just had that feeling, man. You know what I mean, I just had, I had a feeling where he just wanted to tell the Guardian story and tell it really, really well, really? and that and that he had to put in a scene where where they are fighting and doing more than just like running away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, I'm and glad like, that Kevin like, Feige, if it was Kevin Feige who who insisted on it, I'm glad he did. That's what I'm saying. By the way, I, I, this, is, this is this is no rumors at all. You know what I mean? I, 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 at all, I, I'm just saying from where, wherever tone of the film was going. I feel like they had to put it in because they're superheroes, because they're the guardians of the galaxy. And if they didn't have that, there would have been like what one other fight scene yeah. or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have been like an actual superhero film of of them being. They would have been heroes in a different sense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And that might have been too much of a change or like of an overtone. So they had to put in that scene to kind of mm-hmm. like maybe balance it a little bit. Balance it. <laughs> How did you guys feel about the scene where Rocket? Manages to free Layla, teeth, uh, the floor, Lila oh teeth floor. Yeah, yeah. Lila oh my god! Uh, wait, before we even get into that, then just the utilization of giving Rocket wow. a past, giving Rocket a group of friends who kind of explain why Rocket is the way he is today. How did you guys feel about about that? No one. Trying yeah, to make emotional. I'm, I'm trying to make it emotional, bro. Um, I'll, My I'll, past. I'll touch on some of the stuff that um, I mentioned earlier. I think it was a great device in regards to um, putting us emotionally into 
the story itself. Um, and it was nice to get a better understanding as to why Rocket is the way that he is. And now I think after you watch How do you this, read Rocket as a character? Just um, he's, he's obviously like, very, like before this film, you can obviously tell he's very traumatized. Something happened in the past. We don't necessarily know what. Um, and he has a... Um, there's, there's a reason why he's so attached to, to the Guardians in regards to like having having a family, having a family around him. And now we see why, because he had one before that he lost and he feels like it's his fault and he probably blames himself a lot. Um, and I know that from early on, like we all know that uh, uh, Quill is the leader of the Guardian Galaxy, but you can, you can kind of see what Rocket kind of takes on. The emotional heartbeat, kind of. I, I get that feel of, of, of Rocket. He's the sensible one in in, 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 in a way. He's yeah, a, like he's like the level-headed one. He's always trying to come up from a, from a place of, I guess, logic, if that makes sense. Rocket? Rocket, for the most part. Like he's always trying to be like... He's been reckless though, hasn't he? The whole, the whole theme of the second film was him being reckless. They they left him to fix the shit because they were going to Ego's planet because they didn't trust him. You know what I mean? There was various parts, you know, he stole the batteries, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's, he's always been... He's very, he, he's very selfish. He's always been, yeah, yeah very selfish and, and very reckless. You know what I'm saying? I think, like I said before, I think he showed his, he shows his level-headedness when it comes to it. As in like when, when it's like, when, but when it matters the most, mm -hmm. whereas like 90% of the other times, maybe he's just living through his trauma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, then onto obviously the fact that he manages manages to free his friends, and I, I I really enjoyed the way the film. Though the animals didn't realize that they were imprisoned. Correct. They thought they were going to like a better future. Right. Yeah. And the moment they're free is the moment they die, which is such a like I don't know how to word what I'm looking for, but it's such a. And uh, they were fearful, by the way, of being free. You know, Lila was the only one that walked out of the cage. And then no no no. Oh no, they were stuck inside still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And the crazy thing is, yeah, Teeth is an interesting one because in, in the comic books his name is Wal Walrus. Walrus Russ. Walrus. <laughs> That's oh, Russ, right. Yeah, which is really funny. And then uh Floor, her um her, uh, I think the reference is to like another comic book hero, which is like which is like a rabbit in in the or in the, the Guardians. Mm -hmm. Um and another really, 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 really big a fun fact here is that um, Lila is actually played by uh, Scott Lang's ex-wife. Yes, in Avengers Age of Ultron. Correct. And then, oh. yeah, and then Floor is played by uh, uh, oh, oh, played by Hawkeye's wife. Right. Yeah. No. The more you yeah. know. Boom. Who plays Lila? About the first Wait, the uh, the, wait, it's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around, which is, which is mad. You know, like if we just you know, Marvel are cutting down on wages, bro. They just yeah, But yeah, like you, you listen. You're absolutely right, man. You know, they're going to this like bigger future, blah 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 blah. And then like you know, just the, he and he he says in the in the heaven scene, that scene that I was talking about earlier, by the way, when he gets brought back in it. You know, yeah, it, 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 it's like in that scene where you know he says like I've let you down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I've let you down. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 really she's like, I'm here. Guilty. Yeah, and it's, yeah, nice. That was so emotional, man. Okay. It, by the way, it was creepy as well. Can we just address that? What was creepy? It oh, was because, because he, he was a child. No, 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 no. Like, it was, it was a gory film, bro. It yeah. was definitely, yeah, it was definitely very, and definitely yeah, very yeah, violent. It was, there was violent parts, I think. It was violent. When, so when, one thing that spun me is when um, Quill kills the guy with the, um, Oh, with the thingy. One of the lieutenants. Of, one of the, uh, yeah. Do you know what? If he didn't say when they were upstairs, yeah. Yeah. If he didn't say, uh, Groot, 
uh, killed them all, yeah. I wouldn't oh, have been Oh, went crazy in this room. I know, yeah. but oh, I, I didn't Because when they're shooting them, it doesn't feel like they're killing them. It feels like they're stunning them. Stunning them. Yeah, but, but he said kill them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I kind of spun. <laughs> I, actually, I, I actually think that was to the point of like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't know, man. That's the, tough. That's tough. That, that Marvel film, I feel like this Marvel film was the most one that acknowledged that we are killing those people. Because obviously in Marvel and uh, past Marvel films, obviously things that happen to people, they're like, okay, they're yeah. clearly dead. But this is the first time in a Marvel film, uh, as they far as I remember, set, yo, where they actively dudes. kind James of like... utilize that leverage he has, bro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Utilize that leverage. And then a lot of people, they leveled that criticism against other Marvel films where they're like, oh, they're not making acknowledgements to the damage that they're actually doing. But that's mainly because of Disney, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely mainly because of Disney. And I'm not saying, but it's still valid criticism that people level against them but the fact that james gunn was like no 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 no, we're going to make sure that mm -hmm. you know and i think and i think it's, it's it's part of like the fact that they make a distinction between killing and not killing is actually like like um a huge well, part amongst the, the whole film right with uh, amongst uh, the guardians Gamora. yeah yeah right? exactly like amongst the guardians the guardians themselves because they became guardians they do not want to kill anymore they want to save as many people as they can but then when so push comes to shove when but, push comes to shove they're like yo i've got something for you Hus. you're gonna i can't wait for your reaction ola just message saying uh when you dislike a large chunk of a film but they win you over in the end that is his reaction to uh Oh, uh, really? Uh, you know what? Fuck him. Where is it? Call him. And we better, we nah, call him. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Call him, bruv. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, he, like, what's he talking about, bruv? You like, see the one thing that I dislike? Such an angry man. Like, uh, like, <laughs> what is it? Like, he'll go to a film, yeah, and then, like, he'll. He, it's... Yo, uh, this is Gaz from the Post Credit Scene podcast. You're joined by Hussam. You're on air, bro. Special guest, special guest. <laughs> yeah, I know you. That's why we've called you up, bro. Uh, oh, we, we we got um, Ola and Jason up at the same time. What a miracle! Oh no, no, we'll call, uh, call us back when you're no, out. No, no, stay, stay, stay. There's... Cool, 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 cool. Call us back. There's post-credit scenes. Okay, while while Ola um, is running outside, sure. one thing that jars me uh, is like comic book films, anime, or anything in general. When you have somebody that's killing all the like small soldiers, mm. lieutenants, so on and so forth, and then they get to the main bad guy, I was like, no, I'm gonna let you live. It's like, so what about everybody else? Yeah, fact, <laughs> fact, fact. That, what, they didn't a, matter enough. Like, that's been a fourth like thirty years. Ago. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and like, and like, not even just across like super films in action films as well like they do the same thing but yeah like james bond films uh, and the thing. they kill bear man they, 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 like they have family they have family kids too as well you know yeah bro i think that all the time <laughs> bro and, bro i always think here yeah, how do the pension like uh, like sorry the these like these like these like uh, uh, soldiers do they get paid like a like a compensation wage or like a like a like a you think they get like an overtime fee I, I I, for fighting superheroes <laughs> but, yeah, it's nuts uh, one of the things i loved is the uh <laughs> The, the, C, the CGI on Rocket looked, looked there's, there's something different. Like the, the eyes, you could really feel mm. emotions, the emotional trauma. That's what I mean. Like the work, like it doesn't feel like past Marvel films of as late because, like, and you know, Marvel or the MCU and Disney have kind of like been under scrutiny for like blacklisting SFX companies and stuff like that by not getting stuff done in a thing. But like, and just to go back to our earlier point, the fact that this was delayed, you could really tell that like the James Gunn and everyone who worked on the film, especially in, in like the special effects department, like they 
took their time to make this the best that they can be mm. and you can see it like as you just mentioned with like with rocket like you look into his and the, eyes and the other animals as well and the other animals yeah, yeah, yeah like like or everything for that matter like you could tell that everyone took their time there was necessarily not maybe i don't want to say pressure because obviously there was a lot of pressure behind it but like they, they were able to oh bro, this huge bro huge pressure on this film yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so but like yeah. they were able to they were given the, the time was given after the film was done you know what i'm saying like he said that he he shot this two years ago bro do you know what i mean so like the the pressure of the film was oh, i can imagine after. the work like, that was put like, in post like it like imagine oh. but it's, he was I'm, shooting this after we watched all, all these films mm-hmm. he he not saying that he because like, you know james Gunn's very stubborn but he might have changed it you know what i'm saying okay mm-hmm. like he might have like the pressure might have out of main change it so we, we i think we just have to be grateful that he done it prior he done everything mm-hmm. prior to uh phase i think it, i think you can kind of see that it took two years in terms of the way the film looked yeah you can yeah, yeah. even like time and care given to it yeah even in, in terms of um sfx and just uh, um physical features of the films i think in general it was a lot of care taken from the writing, directing, even the acting. I think you can tell just by watching the film that everybody involved loves the film. Yeah. Um, and the character, I can tell the characters love the characters that they play. And I feel like James Gunn t- took, a, took a lot of care in regards to creating the film to make it what it is. Like, yeah, I, I it think- It almost felt like, you know how like we got so emotional when like the Avengers were uh, were eventually, the original uh, Avengers were gonna, you know, disband. And, and like when you watch like the, the Disney BTSs, you know, of these films and stuff, you see like they, they that, but they love each other. You know what I'm saying? Like how Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans are, are like best friends now. You know what I mean? And and go, go um, swimming together every week. They're random. Do you know what I mean? Okay, Evan, you've got like, uh, what's his name? Mark. Uh, Ruffalo and Daniel Jr. are like neighbors now, and this and that. Like, there's, there's like a lot of it where, like, in Age of Ultron, especially, you see how close they were. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? How, like, they spent a lot of time together, you know. And then that kind of ended, and we got so sad about it. The Guardians felt like its own version of that, you know. And and that's the first time we've got that within the MCU, aside from the original. Also, uh, yeah. And it was, it was. I thought it was beautiful to to see. Let's fly through. Uh, quick one on. Will Poulter play who plays Adam Warlock? Thoughts yep. on Warlock? Quick <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I like really. him. I like Will anyway, by the way. Do you think? Do you think they? The fact they kind of babied him, made they, him they, like they, no. They do you think them it, yeah. doing that kind of did it, bro? In the comic book, yeah, he is militant, and this is what I'm saying. Okay. Them doing I, that is because. Oh, you think they ruined them? I can't. I can't argue the the, okay. the comic book stand. I, I know I've seen people like mention that um when he was called him. It was also um, it was also maybe done, but I'm not gonna argue the comic book uh, terms because I, I don't I don't read them. But what we we'll say is that like um, when the high revolutionary he took him out of the pod pretty early, yeah. And then his mum that mentioned like obviously like he's underdeveloped because yeah, of exactly. what he did. So there's a good explanation as to why he's the way like yeah. The, they the tackled that kind of like inconsistency in like I guess yeah. and, 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 and we spoke almost say character assassination yeah. in a good way. And we spoke about um, Captain Marvel in regards to her being so 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 powerful, like she can she, she can easily solve problems. Um, so I'm happy that. He wasn't at his full power. Yeah, because now we get to see a we get to see him develop throughout more MCU films in a way that it makes sense. Did you like mm. the performance of Will Potter? I, I did. Yes. Bro, I, Will, Will, Will Potter's my yeah. fucking guy. I can't Will, lie to you. Will Potter is a bro. great actor. Yeah, he is. I, is that his first acting role back since he kind of like took a break after after Bandersnatch? Yeah, after Bandersnatch. No, no not, he's, he's, he's 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 he was on um uh, what's the series he's on? Uh his film series. Uh, let me go back to you on that one. But no, that, that's not that's not his first one. Okay, cool. Well, he killed it though. He, nah, he killed it. He's always he been a good it. actor. But um, the comic book, like I've I've always been a massive fan of Iron Warlock in the uh, comics. I I was even saying to guys that I read the 
2008 um, Guardians uh, comic series and that kind of stuff and he is part of the original uh, Guardian so mm-hmm. it, it's, um, it's 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 Drax uh, Star-Lord and uh, Gamora you know and then the rest of them like Rocket and that, 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 that aren't actually in it at the start it's it's actually Warlock, um, uh, uh, Warlock and Felia who we see at the end which is incredible shout out as in the girl that they say yeah yeah Yeah. she is a massive character in like the guardians world which is which is so exciting you know and i don't know i think i saw this on twitter with uh james gunn when when he was asking like the questions and 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 that stuff but i think someone asked like was did 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 you get to pick the team or did marvel make you pick the final team yeah and he said that he got he got to pick it so that Mm -hmm. he you could tell he picked like original members you know what I mean? And then like try to kind of merge it all together. But yeah, really, really, really cool. This is a post credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. Guys, and actually this is a perfect segue for me actually. I was going to ask you about, does this film have the archetypical uh, third act What's syndrome that? that we have come to know for the MCU, uh, the third act issues, the CGI fight season. So, so how did you feel about this third act? The way they ended the third act and this, I guess the themes and the messages of the story within the third act open floor. Plus, I feel like you wanted to say something about that. The meal is more, more about the fourth act, but, fourth. but, but the third act was, I actually think it was probably the most powerful third act that we, that we had from Marvel for a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, it was, um, bro, you know what it is? Yeah. It just, it, you, you didn't really know the, the, the motives of the third act throughout it. And, and I love that. You know, like there was parts where, like, you know, we had to question, like, um, about the whole animal rights thing. You know what I mean? And, you know, they were using t- t- terms like higher life forms, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that, which was obviously insane. Then, like, you got a deep stuff like, um, uh, obviously the the, uh, the fight scenes and taking it back to like a real actiony you know type film and then you got you know things about like personal uh, development where you know like um, Craglin like finally oh yeah can you every, every character got their, their everyone time. got yeah, yeah like everyone the got that time was like a service for all of like most of of the characters that Cosmo got, the, got got her time in exactly the, um, we got to see Rocket save the other raccoons exactly he obviously yeah. accepted now that he's a raccoon I think there's yeah. been times I'm, please tell me if I'm wrong but I feel like there's been times in previous films where he's kind of like shun away from the raccoon title. No, no, like he was saying, I'm not a raccoon. He always says he's he's not a raccoon. He said that four times. Yeah, even when Lila says, oh, that's my that's my my raccoon, eventually slaps I'm not a raccoon. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm not a raccoon. And and why I thought it was it was sick, it was like Captain America's, you know, Avengers Assemble. And then because his name in the comics is Rocket Raccoon. So, and he said it, you know himself, I'm Rocket Raccoon, I and mean, then start shooting everyone. But yeah, yeah. Dope. Nebula got her time as well in terms she of did. her acceptance of, and that's mainly because of Mantis. Mantis tells these guys, listen, Drax is an idiot, but he's an idiot that has a use. His use was with the kids when yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were able to spread the message, rare tear tear. So obviously Nebula got to realize her flaws as a character. Yeah. Drax got his. T- every character, Peter realizes, I need to go back home. To my roots. I need to mm. go back home. I need to stop running from my past. Mm. All the characters realize they need to stop running from the past. Rocket even says, "I'm not." I'm, I think he says, "I'm done running. I'm done running." running, I'm done running yeah. Full circle, brilliantly written, brilliantly written story and film. Um, Pacing perfect. It didn't feel rushed, and that's the thing that I have to give most credit for. Like the fact that throughout the three films, he is able to make all of the endings, in my opinion, satisfying. And I'm so, you know, I'm so glad, yeah, that he didn't, he didn't have to kill someone. 
to make almost it did, a sad. I know. Oh, I yeah, know. he teased but it. I'm so he glad, yeah, but he didn't have to do it yet. So I think, I'm but MCU has been living off this whole thing of like getting rid of characters, okay, so then they can make to room. To get like an emotional more, right? high or whatever. Yeah. And, oh. no, but, no, but it's also like like subjectively to, to make room for more characters because, mm. you know, they, they, they don't want to over congestion, right? But at the same time as all, yeah, it, it's like what is so beautiful because you forget now we, we're, we're in this multiversal uh, 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 world and, you know, Know, we're split across different universes, blah blah blah. James Gunn proved why can't these guys just go off and just we don't have yeah, to involve a happy in ending. Of, yeah, <laughs> they can they can stay alive and and have their own stories that don't, that doesn't need to be in film. It can just be assumptions and whatever, and that's fine yeah. too. You know, and that's beautiful because it tells me yeah, that if if Marvel take take that on, that a lot of, like sorry that a lot of the characters that that we love can go and do that right that, mm. that, that, that they don't have to die they can just become different parts yeah. of a story that that, had, that doesn't have to be told do you know what i mean mm. that's, two, that's two things first one uh, any flaws first thing please guys oh, i don't know if I, 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 I have to sit with for a bit longer to you yeah I, honestly like one the recency biases go gamora's arc Really? really? Yeah, I, I thought they, they, um, I thought they were handicapped by by Infinity War and Endgame. I think James Gunn was pissed as well. Do you know what I mean? I just uh, what I'm saying is what what James done with her, right? Is the best he could done with her. Mm. Okay, but is it is it what he wanted to do with her? I'm not sure, and that's a that's a flaw for me because okay. because it's like. Do do we get the Gamora that that we always you know wanted to I get? Think, I think they use. But I think well yeah. But even then, she kind of like yeah. Realization that not everything has. Firstly, the person that you know, the person you love, doesn't have isn't always going to be the person that you knew. First, oh the sorry, the person that you did love and know isn't always going to be the person that you uh, is going to remain the same person that they are. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And secondly that Peter had to realise that he had to let go of the past. The past isn't always going to be the future. Yeah. Your future can be something different. Your future can be your grandfather. Exactly. Your relationship with him. So it was kind of a profound usage of her character. Second question, before we round up and we do ratings. Second question, we have to rank the trilogies. So we have to rank Spider-Man. Oh, what? Yeah, we're going to have to rank Spider-Man counts. Yeah. Is, is it three films? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Four, Captain America, Iron Man, and Guardians. 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 Okay. Six. Uh, Manifest. Six. Four. Oh, are we doing it set? But four, four is four films. Yeah, it still counts, man. Um, I'm giving four bottom. Four. Oh, yeah, four. Four is at the bottom. Four is six. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, he... I agree. I agree. Ooh, four four at the bottom. We're, we're, not, we're not draft picking. We're just... Iron Man. Should you pick fucking Ant-Man, bruv? No. Wait, so I, I'm picking... Uh, no, we're all... No, we're doing a group together. We're all kind of like... We're trying to agree on a... Can we go from... Top to bottom, I think that'll be easier. That'll be easier. Yeah. We okay. might disagree. Go. Top. No, I'm saying Cap. Uh, yeah, I'm saying Captain America. James? Captain America? Yeah. Oh my God. C C Civil War and Winter Soldier, come on. Uh, oh yeah, these are Captain America yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be Cap, gotta be Cap, gotta be oh, Cap. We're not going with Avenger films, yeah? No. No, 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 no. I thought Civil War was Avengers for some reason. I'm gonna yeah, go Cap. I'm gonna go Cap. Yeah, Cap's one. Cap yeah. one. I'm Guardians two. Spider-Man. Oh, um, okay, that's one, but I can't lie. I'm picking Guardians I'm over Spider-Man. I am mad. I am mad. I'm not mad at I it. I think no, I'm not mad at it. The other two. Yeah, I'm yeah. Picking Guardians, but the second Guardians film for me was very weak. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's the, the weakest one. I agree. But yeah. the first one was it was good. Classic, yeah. I am mad. I am the, mad. The first so, one was really good. So Cap, yeah. Guardians, Spidey, Spidey. Yeah, we Spidey, can agree on yeah. Spidey on number yeah. three. Yeah, Iron Man. Or wait, what else is left? Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Ant Man. 
Oh, no, no. I'm, I might put four above Thor, um, Ant Man now. Yeah, four, it's four be Thor. above Ant Man. Thor above Ant Man. Yeah. Because Thor's got Ragnarok and Ant Man no, doesn't Thor, have one. Thor like, has two Ragnarok stinkers. Ragnarok is better than all three uh, Ant Man. You, yeah, you, exactly. you can't give me a team Thor full of, has two stinkers, but Ragnarok is better than every Ant Man film. Yeah. And, bro, the second Ant Man film actually makes no sense. Like, when you. When you what, it, Ant-Man and the Wasp? It makes no sense. It, it, it's, it's like, he's fighting... I'll be so rude. Let's move on, let's move on. Uh, everyone give their ratings of the film. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about one last thing? One last thing, two, two, two seconds, okay? Guys, I am Groot. A man said, I, I, love, said, I, I love, love you, you guys, you know? And, and I think that was to say that we they, every, we now understand. We are understanding him. It's a beautiful film, bro. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. film. Let's give our ratings before we get the fuck out of here. Um, as it stands, eight out of ten for me. Oh, Manny. I agree. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go like a eight and a. I'm gonna go eight. Yeah, eight. I'm gonna go eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah, fantastic film. Where are you? Fantastic film. Eight. Eight. eight, eight. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we really enjoyed um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. If you haven't already done so, the Post Credit Scene Podcast recently interviewed Coco Jones uh, ahead of the release of Bel Air Season Two, which is now out in the UK. Please go check it out. Uh, Coco is obviously a lovely, lovely lady. She would who, be- who, who interviewed her? Uh, Puss, <laughs> Manny, and Gaz. Um, she was graceful. She was Come great on. with us. Obviously, we know she'd woken up early and she had loads of interviews that day. Go check it out on DSPs. It should, should be out on some some of our social soon as well on the YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. Um, really good interview. Play some games. Ask some questions about Hillary as a character. And obviously, she's a lovely, lovely, beautiful lady. So go check that out on the Cross DSPs. And that's the Post Credit Scene podcast. Over and out. You know the vibe. Let's go, people. This is a Post Credit Scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ.